Hello, and welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day. In our episode today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. A few years ago, I attended a Bible conference, and one of the main speakers was Dr. Don Sisk. I met Dr. Sisk in 1998 when I was um, in Bible college. He was preaching a missions conference at Faithfully Baptist Church, and uh, I've seen him numerous times since then. And during one of his sessions a couple years ago, he gave a lesson entitled How to Stay in the Ministry All Your Life. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm going to pass along a few of those things that he mentioned. And these are great things for those in the ministry or thinking about going into ministry and those who are not, just day-to-day Christian living. Uh, So a little background on Dr. Sisk. He accepted Christ as Savior in 1949 at a Youth for Christ meeting in Nortonville, Kentucky. He made his calling to ministry public in November 1954, and he started pastoring in January 1959. And he became a BIMI missionary in June 1964 and went on to serve many years in the nation of Japan. So, first thing he says, uh, get in to stay in. 2 Timothy 4, verse 6. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearing. The ministry is not a hundred-yard dash. It, it It's a long haul. Dr. Sis talked about meeting a missionary who had uh, locked up his new house house and car in his garage in the United States and went to Japan. And it wasn't long before that family was back in the United States and locking up everything in Japan, never went back. Ministry life, you know, and and then journey of Christian life, it's a marathon. It's not a dash. Uh, In reality, it's really a relay race. Paul did not say, I finished my race. He said, I finished my course. We need to make sure we're running well and that we can hand off the baton to the next generation in good form so they can continue preaching the gospel and reaching this world with Christ. Have a sense of humor, he said in Proverbs 15.3. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. In Proverbs 17.22. A merry heart doth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Uh, he says, don't ever take yourself too seriously. We need to laugh, and that's absolutely true. We do need to laugh, and uh, I think everyone knows. If not, you're getting some new information here. You use less muscles when you smile than when you frown, so give your muscles a break and smile, all right? That's, uh, have a sense of humor. And remember, number three, that rest, relaxation, and recreation are not sins. And he said unto them, Come ye uh, yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while, for there are many coming and going and they had no leisure so much as to eat. Each of us, no matter if we're in the ministry or not, we need time to relax. We live in a fast-paced world. Um, think particularly of us here in the GTA, or if you're in any kind of bigger urban area, there's just a, you know, a busyness about it, and you, and it's almost like a monster. You can't you can't feed it enough. It just keeps going, and so you know having a hobby. Uh, something that uh, you enjoy, that you know you're you're not as busy. Uh, our world is full of stresses. We need that rest and recreation. 
uh, you know, just to come apart, you know, just to enjoy ourselves. And, uh, and it really does help us have a better mindset when we're rested, uh, when we serve others. Learning to rejoice at the success of others. Third uh, John 4, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Uh, the thing that made up the Apostle John rejoice was that uh, he, there was success in other believers' lives. He he was happy to hear it, and, and there was no greater joy than that for him. You know, God bless individuals who disagree with me, he says. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we realized that we are not in a competition? You know, we're, as Christians, we're not in a competition. This is not the football game, Monday night football. This is not Saturday night hockey. We're on the same team. If we know Christ is Savior, we're on the same team. Let's let's rejoice in those have the Lord has blessing with success, and, and you know sometimes success is hard to determine. At any rate, but those that we know are being blessed, let's rejoice in that. Let's not be envious. That's a sin. Learn to be content. Uh, Proverbs four eleven. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I've learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Be content where you are. We can get focused on the green grass on the other side of the fence pretty easy. Be content with whom you are with. Be content with what you have. And we live in a world that is constantly promoting discontentment. Our world does not promote contentment. Uh, Chasing after things, after money, popularity. Let's learn to be content. 1 Timothy 6, uh, verse 6. But godliness with contentment is great gain. And the final one for this episode is be thankful. Be thankful. Uh, Luke chapter 17, verse number 12. And as he, that's Jesus, entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, have mercy uh, on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, uh, answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They are not found. They return, uh, not found that they return to give glory to God, save the stranger. And he said, and then arise, go thy way, thy faith have made the whole those those nine guys had a lot to give god thanks for you know they they were healed we need to have that same heart as that samaritan man that one be thankful in your heart uh and beyond that though we need to express our thankfulness to others we should keep the words thank you on our tongue and use them often we live in a very thankless world. There's just an expectation. Do this, do that, do this, do that. Let's say thank you and encourage that other person along the way. So I hope those words of this veteran missionary have been a help to you. I know they were to me when I heard it a couple of years ago. So again, I trust it has been a blessing. Until next time, keep exploring the word. Bye for now. <music>